The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ah, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. I'm not there yet, but I am headed there. Toby rolling with you. T-Row in the morning show time on a Thursday, March 9, still in Kansas City, live in Kansas City, overlooking downtown KC here in the convention center area of the uh, Lowe's Hotel. Indeed, later this morning, headed south to join the OU baseball team down in Houston. That's because the stay is over. It was a quick one for the OU men's basketball team who could not hit a shot last night. They are knocked out by OSU 57-49. We will discuss, maybe cuss. OU baseball rallies from deep to beat UNLV yesterday, 8-7 to the final. Sooners have now won six of their last seven. Thunder hammered by the Suns last night, 132-101 despite no Kevin Durant. Thunder had no SGA or no J-Dub last night. So we got all that to talk about. We'll hear from some coaches. We'll take your text messages. It'll be a fun Thursday live from Kansas City today, but we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Uh, good morning, TJ. Uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, TJ. Good morning. TJ, good morning. Uh, good morning. The effort's not there today. Um, yeah, it's just low energy level, I think. I don't want to say lack of effort because here I am, you know. No, I'm mean, on my part, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't feel right today. No. It doesn't to be all chipper. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. right. But, hey, it's baseball season. woo <laughs> <laughs> That is a very good point you make, TJ. I am very excited that baseball. Good morning, my friend. How are you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, I've been, <laughs> been wondering about... Yeah, no, not many. Of <laughs> I uh, I came back home. Uh, home. I came back to the uh, hotel after the game. Walked back with uh, uh, Draker and uh, and seatbelt, and um, went to my room, settled in, and uh, watched American Pickers. That made me feel better, TJ. American Pickers is a great show for my soul, any time of day. Middle of the afternoon, right. and I just want to, you know, kill an hour uh, on the road, and I need something wholesome to fall asleep to to get my mind off of whatever. Man, those guys will do it. Frank and Mike and Frank, the whole yeah. crew, Danielle and everybody. I mean, they can find it, can't they? 
they can find the goods out there. I just love me some American pickers, Teach. I uh, don't watch it as often as you do. I've watched it a lot over the years. Uh, but they have changed the way I drive places. Especially if I'm out um uh, more country type area. Yeah. I I'll even say it out loud. I bet there's some good picking there. <laughs> like I'll just glance over at barns or Yeah, 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 yeah. Some uh property has like why do they need eight sheds? I bet there's look, picking over there. Look at that Texaco sign. <laughs> Bet that's worth five or six hundred dollars. <laughs> so they have influenced the way I drive through the country. That's for sure. I feel like I am now an expert, and so I will try to frequently during the summertime, you know, stop at a garage sale or whatever the case may be. And no one else in my family enjoys a garage sale. What's playing right now? I don't know. That's what I was about to ask you. Oh, it's. I think it's my laptop. Yeah, it's got there's a commercial on my laptop. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, nobody else in my family likes a garage sale. I love a garage sale. I could get up on a Saturday morning and go to 12 different houses looking at garage sales because I firmly believe I could be the next American picker. But Nobody else uh, enjoys it as much as I do. Sometimes I'll go by myself and I'll come back home with like a nine iron and uh, a roll of hardly used uh, masking tape. You know, I'll be like, look at this. I got this for a dollar. And everybody else in the family is like, "Mm, why do we need it at all? So uh, anyway, American Pickers helped my soul last night. That's my point. As the grandson of uh, junkers and uh, professional uh, pickers. Um. Yeah, it's 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 all. You got it in your blood. Uh, it's in my blood. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How are you today, TJ? Oh, I'm all right. I made it in time uh, in the building just in time before the uh, skies opened up. So that was good. I walked in. It's and, raining there. Uh, I think it's eased up now. But yeah, it came down for a good twenty thirty minutes after I first got here. So it was pouring pretty good. But uh, right after I got in the building, so that means uh, that was good. That was good. Well, good timing I can't on say your the, part. Yeah, it was good timing. Can't say the same for last night. Did you stay up or did you give up on him? I actually held on. There was a moment about four or five minutes left, and I'm like, just go to bed. Right. And I'm like, no, crazy things happen in the Big 12. It's March Madness, man. <laughs> I was like, I'll stay awake, and then nothing crazy happened. And Tanner's, Nothing crazy happened. Tanner's emotional, and then I'm emotional, and I'm like, right. Dad, gum it, this stunk because – Everybody was terrible tonight. They were just a little less terrible. Everybody was terrible. <laughs> the, the whole game was just an ugly, ugly game. People were falling off. What's up with the floor there? At the, uh, nobody could stay upright. I mean, everybody's falling and slipping. And it's this Brett Yarmark guy. He's got wrappers uh, and he's yeah. got uh, he's got he's moving things around. He's got I don't know. He's probably put ice under the floor. Who knows? It seemed like it. It seemed Who like knows? it. Who knows? But anyway, I mean, yeah, I stayed up for the whole thing though. No, it was ugly, Teach. It was oh, so man. ugly. Oh, it was so my ugly. eyeballs were burning. <laughs> oh man, I could not make a shot. Um. I don't even know what to say. I don't even really want to talk about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I will, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, as we've said all year about this conference, it's just a weird conference this year. It's weird how some games have played out. It's weird how you 
think you know going into a weekend's what's going to happen, and then I miss every single pick because nothing happened that you would think would happen. Last night, they come out pretty quick. They look like, uh uh-oh, this looks like they did in the first two games. And they separated themselves, but then OU goes on that nice 12-0 run, and you're like, all right, here we go, this is a game. Little did I know after that, nobody was going to make a shot the rest of the night. Right. Nobody. No, not from any side. It was like, oh, my goodness. Like, there was a stretch. I was like, I could go out there and knock down a three right now. Come on, give me Couldn't the ball. Couldn't make layups. No. Couldn't make wide open threes. Uh, It was just uh, I'm oh, sorry. Boy, oh, boy, I'm oh, sorry oh, you had to boy, witness oh, that in boy, person. Oh, I was front row. You were front row, yeah. Right there. <laughs> You could see the back of my head on your television screen if you looked hard enough. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you this, though. It's, it wasn't all a bad day yesterday. I mean, it's never a bad day when you get to call your Sooners. You know what I mean? That's I'm not complaining. I just wish they had done better. But I had a great drive up here with my man, Drake. Um, he drove the whole way. Let me get some work done in the passenger seat. We had great conversation. Great conversation. With Drake. Yes. Come on. Fa- we talked vacations. We talked family. I eavesdropped on a conversation between him and his mom. Oh, his mom. I his did, mom calls every day, two or three times a day. He's got to get I his con- talks in with his mom. Point, at one point, uh, I could tell. Well, so she called. He said, hi, mom, or something like that. And I said, hi, mom. You know, just from the other side of the car. And he said, uh, Toby uh, said hi. And then he goes, no, you're not on speakerphone. It's just me. (laughs) Because Drake lives on speakerphone. Mom was afraid I was going to be able to hear the conversation. And uh, Anyway, we talked about all his Disney stuff. We we talked about life and love and happiness and sadness. I mean, it was just That's a lot of conversations. Here's my evaluation of the much-discussed Drake Dyken driving abilities, okay? He does not drive too fast. He, you know, if it's speed limit 75, he goes 80. If it's 70, he goes 75. He is in a perfectly fine range of speed. I am more comfortable with a little more distance between me and the car in front of me <laughs> than Drake is. Drake, Drake's a bumper rider. He trusts his brakes more than you do? Yes. He trusts his ability to stop quickly more than the average person does. He, re- he really likes to get right up on the bumper in traffic whatever and so it was a little nerve-wracking at times but once we got out of the city and uh onto the interstate and everything everything was fine so uh he was a very good driver he got us up here safely we got here in time to have uh dinner with the team got over to the arena for the first game got all set up and uh you know then you know what happened what happened and uh, got to see, uh, you know, some folks last night, sat by Joe, saw Franny, a bunch of OU fans up here, uh, sat by Hacks and Level. They were bummed out. But what a bad day to be Texas Tech. I mean, they got crushed and their head coach resigned yesterday. And uh, anyway, walked back and now here I am. So that was my day yesterday. No, Kansas City, day. Missouri. That's a busy I, I day. Just, uh, it's 12, this is 12 years now. 
of uh, coming to this tournament. Actually, 11. We did not play it, you'll remember. Well, it got canceled, I think, after the first night uh, because of COVID in 2020. Right. I wasn't up here that year anyway because of the back surgery. So my 11th year calling games, and uh, I don't know what the overall record is, but it's not much to a bunch. I mean, I just <laughs> just cannot. The OU cannot win up here. Listen to this. OU has not won two games in Kansas City in the same year in 20 years. Oh, stop it. Since the last of their three straight championships in 2003, that's the last time they came up here and won twice. Are you serious? Yes. I mean, I knew it was yeah. bad, but I wouldn't have They've, guessed it. They've rarely won once. Well, yeah, I knew that, especially recently at time. Uh, wow. The last two years, they won their opening game up here. I think they lost five straight before that. But, no, they have never won two in a row. Even the Final Four year, they lost on the, as we played yesterday, the bank shot that didn't count mm-hmm. in the semifinals. They just cannot stay. They cannot play well in this tournament. Now, they were the 10th seed, so they weren't expected well. to hang around. This wasn't expected to be the year that they broke that string. But 20 years, teach. they've had some good basketball teams in the last two decades. Blake Griffin, Buddy Heald, Trey Young. They've gone to a Final Four, an Elite Eight. They, Regardless, they've had some bad teams too. But the entire Lon Kruger era, they never won two games up here. It's just been a desert. They should look to correct that. Well, they are. They're going to a different conference. <laughs> that was a great line by We're going. <laughs> Could you please use that for the promo? <laughs> Just cue that one up for you, Draker. Um, yeah, we're going to Nashville starting in uh, two years. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, it'll be really interesting next year. We're probably late for a break, aren't we? Well, I'll put my glasses on so we can see what time it is. Yeah, we're late for a break. You know, next year, um, we got 14 teams. Uh, is that right? Yeah. No? Yeah. 14 teams. 14 yes. teams, yes. It's so confusing. It's the Big 12, but there's only 10 teams, so there's going to be 14. Does everybody get get to the tournament? Or do they they have a cutoff like they do in baseball, you know, where only the top hmm. 10 make it or 8 or 12? or The SEC, I'm pretty sure currently all 14 teams make it, and there's just, you know, more of a day one. And more teams get buys or what? I don't know how it works, but do all 14 teams make it up here next year is my question, or do they cut it off? I bet they figure out a way for all 14 teams to make it. I was, I was about it. to say I think they would, yeah. It's more profitable for Kansas mm-hmm, City and mm-hmm. for the Big 12 if all 14 fan bases converge. But I don't know. Same thing for baseball. There's going to be 13 teams in the Big 12 baseball tournament next year. I can't imagine they're going to have a 13-team tournament. Nah, that's a bit much. I think that I think there's going to be some left out on that one. Even thinking ahead to the SEC, it's a 16-team league when we get there. Are we just going to play like a, you know, in basketball, you could just play a Sweet 16. You know, it's a four-day Sweet 16 tournament, theoretically. Four or five days, I guess. 
hard to imagine they'd play a 16-team baseball tournament unless you went single elimination. I don't know. There's a lot there to figure out the next couple of years about postseason going forward. So, All right. How's my levels, Teach? You're happy? wonderful. I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. I'm in Kansas City. The sun's not up yet. Toby and TJ with you. Be kind out there today, okay? Uh, you text us 405-651-3439, but let's not, you know, just get out the sledgehammer and go to town today. Hey, listen, okay? Everybody stay positive out there. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. WTJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law, serving clients all through the state. Your personal injury attorneys, no fees until they win for you and over $250 million won for their clients, 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. One question is, in your short stay, did you get any of the specialty food? No, 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 no. Oh, man. No, I uh, know Bart. showing it last night. Oh, yeah, they kept bringing it by the front of us to take it down to the TV guys to yeah. put it on the air. It didn't really look like great. Uh, the, uh, uh, what do we call it, the Oklahoma taco, the taco, I guess is what they called it. Of the four things last night, they were they were bringing down the foods of the teams that were playing. And OU's look the best. Like, I love a good Indian taco at the fair. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, one, I'm trying to be good. And uh, two, no, I did not eat it. There's no two. Um, We got here. I texted Drake and Kev and said, what are we doing for dinner before we go to the arena? Do you guys want to eat with the team or do you want to find something in the Power and Light District? Because where we're staying, we got to walk through the Power and Light District to get to the arena. Here's a little nugget about uh, Kevin Henry. Uh, he does not like to be uncomfortable. He What's gets very, he gets very, he gets very cold very easily. Like anytime we go on a trip that's going to be less, you know, the where we're going is going to be like 50 degrees or less or whatever. Right. He's wearing a coat and a stocking cap and everything. And he'll look at me and go, did you bring your coat? And I was like, no. We're going from the plane to the bus and from the bus to the hotel. I got a sweatshirt on. I'm going to be fine. I'm not planning on having a snowball fight outside. I don't need to bring a big old bulky coat with me on this road trip. So the walk from our hotel to the arena is four-tenths of a mile, okay? Ten minutes. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh And you walk. We're staying on the other side of the Power and Light District, which you know what that is, TJ. Most of our listeners Mm do. Yeah. That's the Very cool, cool place. Bricktown brick area of downtown Kansas City. So I was like, do you want to grab something walk, you know, in power and light on our way to the arena? Or do you want to eat with the team? And it was a little cool outside, I would say 45, 48 degrees, something like that. It had stopped raining, but Kev was like, let's just eat with the team. I don't want to get out. So we ate with the team, which was perfectly fine. Don't mind that at all. You can eat healthy when you eat with the team. I was like, you know what? If we win tonight, because we're all still feeling confident at that point, because why not? It's an opt- it's optimistic. We win tonight. We're getting barbecued tomorrow. All right, deal. High five all around. Jack Stacks, Q39. Where are we going? 
<laughs> well, I'm on an airplane this morning. Uh, so this is going to be a no barbecue trip for me to Kansas City. No eating out at all trip for me to Kansas City. Um, so, no, I did not eat any of the food at the arena. I was um, – and all the times I've been good? to Kansas City, I don't think I've ever been to the airport. I'm trying to think of that's true. I was wondering if they had like a Jack Stacks or something in the airport for you as you were waiting to board your flight. but They probably do, but my flight leaves at 1030. So yeah. I don't know if I can do burnt ends at 945 in the morning, you know. You're, you're, boor- you're boarding at 10 for that's a 1030 true. flight. That's true. I don't know. I think I'm just going to be without it. I just, that's I'm fine. Right. I'm, that's just, right. I'm soured on the place right now. I love it. I just I feel like we don't deserve it, honestly. <laughs> I'll get something good down in Houston. I mean, I'm on a I'm on a nice little roll here. I'm being good, T. Good. I'm, I'm proud good. of you. I'm proud of being you. Being good. I was just wondering because Fran and them were showing the mill or the. Uh, Did it look for, good? So the presentation, obviously, when they get it for TV, the taco looked amazing. Everything was like perfectly. Uh, you yeah. know, the the burger was made perfect for Texas Tech in their game and. The pepperoni roll, you can't really pretty up. I mean, it is what it is, but it right. still looked pretty good. But, yeah, for TV, they made it. And I'm like, that's not what that's going to look like when you get it at the concessions, right. especially the Indian taco. There is no way the Stormin' and Norman taco looks like that when you take it away from the concession stand. It was The sour cream was perfectly placed on it. and It's slightly off-center, <laughs> and half the <laughs> toppings are falling off. And, right. Uh, hey, yeah. you forgot my tomatoes. <laughs> that's right. So. Now, uh, I love good arena and ballpark food. Um, so if we had, you know, like today, for example, if if we were around today, I would have had the whole early session. We didn't play till 6 o'clock tonight. I could have either gone and got barbecue or eaten at the arena and tried something or whatever. But we didn't win, TJ. We could not make a shot. Did you forget that? Did you forget I, we I could not, not make a shot? I did not forget that. Okay, so I I'm on a plane this morning. I'm I'm gone. I know, I know. Uh, a couple of texts here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. A uh, good morning. Don't believe anything Plank says about my toast habits. That's from I heard Gunny. this. That was from Gunny. I listened on the drive up yesterday. Gunny, you're psycho. So, okay, I don't know what led to all this. All I know is at one point I hear Plank screaming something about sourdough and ham sandwiches and butter if you're sopping up food and, like, he was – like, like his voice was like screaming through the hallways, and so my ears like leaning in. I'm like, "What are they talking about?" And I never knew exactly what they were talking about. I just heard Plank screaming about sour sourdough bread and his ham sandwiches. You pass along a message to Mister Plank for me, okay? Okay. <laughs> you tell him to stay in his lane. That food is yours. Food is a proprietary. Uh, part of the T-Row in the morning show. That's what we discuss, okay? So, easy there, Plank. <laughs> no, I did hear part of the discussion about buttering your bread before you put it in the toaster, which sounds like a really good way to, you know, ruin a toaster to me. Right. I have no idea why anybody – is that what Gunny does? Is that what the whole thing was? I, I don't know. That's why – all I heard was the stuff about the sourdough and that he only butters it if he's – uh, you know, scooping up like gravy and food off of his plate. Um, hmm. He says, "Who doesn't butter both sides of their bread?" I have no idea how 
it got to be buttered bread in a toaster. So he butters both sides of his bread, which is weird too, Gunny. What? Who butters how do you, both how sides? How do you hold it? Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't eat a lot of buttered bread. Um, if I'm having a roll in a restaurant or something, maybe I'll put some butter on it, but I don't sit around a lot and have just slices of bread with butter on it. Um, and if I was making toast, and again, I'm not a big toast guy, but I would toast it and then put some butter on it after I got it out. Maybe not even that. I'd probably just put some jelly on it, no butter. But this, anyway, that's, uh, I, that's you know. This reminds me of a story early in our marriage. I realized we were having spaghetti or something, and I had forgot to buy garlic bread. And I'm like, man, garlic bread sounded good. And I'm like, I'll make homemade garlic bread just with regular bread. Okay. And... I go and I butter up the bread and put the garlic uh, powder on it and everything, and I stick it in the toaster oven, and it comes out, and it's just soggy, just sopping wet bread. And Katie goes, did you butter this before you toasted it? And I said, yeah, isn't that what you're supposed to do? And she goes, no, you toast the bread and then put the butter on it. And I'm like, no wonder it's just Uh, all soggy and falling apart. I bet she was having second thoughts right there. I still remember what early on that was one of our things, and I was like, so every time she knows I'm going to make garlic bread or something, she'll be like, don't put the butter on it yet. So. Yeah. All right. Well, lesson learned by you. <laughs> lesson learned, and I still remember. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I don't know what I'm more mad at. This basketball season. Go ahead. Or the fact that people actually voted for Taylor Hicks to win American Idol years ago. Mm. It's from Brian and Tulsa. Mm. I, I still watch American Idol at that point. Taylor beat somebody, but I like Taylor's personality. He was a nice guy. So You watch it now? No. No, not really. Okay. I'll see clips on social media and stuff now, and I might stop if it looks like a, uh, a country singer, you know, he'll have his gu- watch, guitar. I don't watch American Idol. I don't watch America's Got Talent. I don't watch The Voice. I don't watch any of those. I feel like we flushed it out. I feel like we found it all. Whatever talent we have in America, we've got enough shows that we've already <laughs> discovered it all. We did it. Right. You know, about 10 or 15 years ago or whatever, there was this uh, problem of hidden talent in America, and then we invented all these shows, and we, we dadgum did it. We went out and found all the talent that was hidden, and now there's no more talent to find. So I, I don't watch those shows anymore. I like now when you get the articles, can you believe American Idol rejected so-and-so, didn't think they were good enough. Uh, Luke Combs is one of those with The Voice. The Voice <laughs> turned Luke Combs away because he wasn't going to be able to uh, make records or something like that. I saw that article the other day. Oh, and, really? And Blake Shelton was commenting, yeah, we were pretty stupid. We sent Luke home. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy, I did see, I was cruising by The Voice the other night. There was a guy on there from McLeod. And uh, Blake was like, you could be on my team. You can come perform at, uh, you know, my bars Old in Red. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, break time. Sun's trying to come up. It really looks foggy or drizzly or miserable out there in Kansas City. I'm kind of looking over downtown here. Does not look pleasant at all. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 
All right, Sooners fall here to the Cowboys last night, 57-49. OSU wins all three matchups in Bedlam this year. Tough to take if you're a Sooner fan. Coach Moser, uh, after the game, Sooners shoot 24%. Uh, Taylor, the only, I mean, excuse me, Tanner, they get a Taylor Maples, Tanner, the only Sooner in double figures last night, and uh, Kevin Henry caught up with uh, Coach after the game. For our post-game interview with Sooners head coach Porter Moser, brought to you by OU Health, here's Kevin Henry. Coach, another hard-fought game against the Cowboys. Just what are some of your takeaways after this one? Disappointed in the result. Um, and... Uh, Without question, disappointing the result. Um, I thought our guys played hard. They defended hard. We shot, I, mean, I thought we really defended them. Um, couldn't make a shot, and um, had uh, our, trouble, our, our struggle scoring when Grant, you know, Grant Tanner and Jalen, your three guys, we, we struggled scoring the ball. And uh, I thought we fought defensively. We held them to thirty-five percent, you know. And you usually, you know, you hold teams to thirty-five percent, but we shot twenty-five percent. Um, so disappointing the result. Um, I thought their effort was really good. They fought, um, just had really struggled making shots. As a whole, looking at this season, had so many just gut punch games that you think about, you know, one possession game here, two possession game there, last second shot here. It, just over the course of the whole season, when you look back at this season, uh, what is what are some of your thoughts, just how close those games were and how different they could have been? My first thought is we've got to get better. We got to get better, um, and uh, you know we got to get better because uh, those results aren't you know getting close. Um, we can compete against the best teams in the country. But we got to be better. Um, we got to get better this spring, um, and uh, that that's my thoughts. Um, I, I know we can compete, but um, that disappointed in the results of of, of those outcomes, you know. And um, so I know it starts with me and my staff, and then through recruiting um, and development. Um, we're going to get better, and that's that's our whole mission. Um, to our roster, the athletically, um, lengthwise, sh shooting-wise, um, you know, we got to develop it, get the guys uh, back better, and then we got to, um, you know, build a roster this spring. But um, I look back on it. I mean, we had just a ton of. We had a lot of good moments. I mean, beating a lot of ranked teams, but not good enough in this league. Um, it's just, it's, you know, I can give all the excuses you want about this. But bottom line is we got to get better. Just wasn't quite good enough in this league to get over the top. Talk about Tanner Groves, a Sooner for life. I, I think just a guy that epitomizes what you want out of a, a guy, a hard worker, and just a, a guy that comes to, to work every day, comes to Bryce every day and does things the right way. Just talk about him. Man, he gave everything he had, and he's just he's crushed that he didn't wasn't able to um, expand the season for for you know in this in this tournament, and he gave everything he had, and uh, at a, at a, just a, a very tough time, um, just just a, an unprecedented time when you have you know three players and it's it's Zoom, it's it's COVID, and just to say, I mean, to say he's coming to Norman, Oklahoma to play for the Sooners, to play for a coach he never met in person, to have never met his teammates. I mean, he, he, he committed here sight unseen. And, uh, and the kid's a phenomenal kid. And uh, so, you know, I, I, feel, I feel for him because he's really hurting. Well, we wish him the best. We wish you guys the best and uh, appreciate your time. All right, Kevin. Thank you. You know, what an interesting season. By the way, it's not officially over. It probably is. Um, as we've talked about, 
they can get an invite to the NIT. Uh, the, the rule that you have to be 500 went away in 2017. Um, but I think it's pretty unlikely uh, because they haven't done that. They haven't invited anybody in the last four or five years with a losing record. Now, this is a exceptional conference this year, and, and uh, maybe this would, would be the team in the year that that would change, but it's doubtful. It's, this is Last night was probably the end of the road for this team. And um, I don't know, maybe uh, time, TJ, will give us a little more clarity as to what went wrong. I don't know that I would say they didn't have the talent because we saw it at times where they did have the talent to beat great basketball teams and to play some teams that are favorites to go to the Final Four, either right to the wire or or beat their socks off. So there's obviously some talent here. But there was a pretty noticeable, and I think we put our finger on this early, there was a pretty noticeable athleticism gap between Oklahoma and the rest of the Big 12. Right. And the addition of O.A. and Bamis will help with that a bit. Although Joe didn't play the last two games, and I'm not sure what that was about. But O.A. definitely helped. And even, But even then, I mean, you look at um, Tyreek Smith and Musa Cisse and Caleb Boone, that front line compared to O.U.'s front line. Um some of the athletes that, that you'll see today in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament out there. And and OU's best player, Grant Sherfield, uh, who had a horrendous night last night shooting the basketball, he's their best player this year. He's the fifth leading scorer in this conference. He's not a guy that can blow by you. He's not a great athlete. He's, he's a really good basketball player, but um, I just think in the end, maybe that got him. Maybe... We saw, for example, Arkansas early in the year just say, all right, enough of this run and play stuff. We just think we got better athletes than you. We're going to spread you out and take you one-on-one. And teams started doing that all year long. Uh, Porter and his coaching staff would scheme it up. They'd uh, defend all your sets and everything you do, and teams would say, all right, enough of that. Let's just spread you out and play one-on-one basketball because we think our guys can go by your guys, and even if they miss it, we think our guys can go get the rebounds and your guys can't do anything about it. So you heard Porter answer there about getting longer and, and things like that. I guess that's what went wrong. I mean, I don't I don't know. You finished last place in a league, it feels like a lot of things went wrong. and um, So I guess it's probably more than that. But, man, what a frustrating season all around. Yeah, it – it's that definitely have to get more athletic, more length, uh, quicker. Everything you just said there, but I, you know, I said it a few weeks ago. I think this is a group of guys that have talent that just didn't play well together too, and sometimes that happens. I just don't think it ever came together for them. I think not consistently, each, right? Like I think one each game, of them, one game, it would happen, and then it would go away. I think each of them have skills and can contribute in certain ways, it just, for whatever reason, did not mesh well together. And sometimes that happens with teams. Sometimes we we look at the pros. There, there's times we project teams, oh, man, look who they signed in the offseason. Especially in baseball, we do this. They got this guy and this guy. But then the chemistry just doesn't work out, and they don't end up doing what you thought they would, and you look back and, like, everybody picked them in the preseason to be in the playoffs, and they're nowhere near it. They only won, you know, 70 games this year or whatever it is. 
I, I just think that they just weren't a great cohesive unit. I just don't know that it just yeah. ever meshed well. You know, you brought in a lot of guys that, you know, you were trying to quickly put things together. You had some young guys that you were, you know, bringing into the toughest conference in the country, and it just never – they just never be the case? molded together well. That could be the case a lot now, whether it's OU or somebody else. We've right. got this transfer portal thing going on where every year in every sport we're bringing in mm-hmm. a ton of Multiple new guys, guys, not just freshmen, but a wave of – upperclassmen too and sometimes it's going to work beautifully and sometimes it's just not k-state k-state clicked this year K-State we're not expected yeah. to do that and it worked beautifully for them in those situations so i think that was some of it and that's not to take away from each of their individual games like i said um i think there's talent there i think i think there were some good parts to this team i just don't know that they worked well together yeah that's really well said by you so that's kind of where I was with them. I hate giving you credit when you say something good like that, but that was really well said by you. Um. Well, hopefully, and and in coming days, there are some interesting decisions to be made. The biggest of which, for me, is Jalen Hill. And well, and keeping Los and Tega. Yes, absolutely. Got to keep those guys. Add those two to the. Two more ESPN 100 freshmen that are coming in. And if you could convince Jalen Hill to stick around and, and be dad on that team, you know, <laughs> be the be the fifth-year veteran Is he 27 now? Yeah, he's been here for a while. <laughs> he's been here for a bit. If you could convince him to stick around, I think that would be fantastic. Um, but I don't know. You have a season like this and you kind of hold your breath with everyone so we'll see we'll be back in kansas city after this the word is spreading and the ref army is growing keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true sooner fans and that's the ref radio sports network and worldwide on the kref app he's toby he's in kansas city he's houston bound i'm tj i'm in the uh, norman studios the buffalo wild wing studios this is the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by McIntyre Law this hour. Air Comfort Solutions text line right there with you, T-Row. Love me some American pickers and garage sales. The only thing better is a good old farm sale slash auction. If you haven't been to one of those, you need to go. I have not been to a farm sale. <laughs> Sounds fun, though. <laughs> I like garage sales, and I'll stop by a garage sale ton of The ones that get me is uh, the estate sales. I always say, man, I bet there's some good stuff inside that estate sale. But then mm-hmm. I'll never pull over and go in because I'm like, I feel creepy about just walking into a house like that, right. even though I know that's what they're doing at that time. How much time. is the bed spread? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why are you having the estate sale? Did someone die in this bed that you're selling? Yep, that's right. Um, let's see here. Good morning. Do you think Porter can't wait to get to the SEC? No, I think that he is um, he is competitive and has pride and believes that he he's mad. That's what Porter is. He is mad that he couldn't figure it out this year. I think he is, I don't know if embarrassed is the word, but feels like 
it hasn't worked yet. He's got a point to prove and desperately wants to prove that he can pack the LNC on a regular basis and take Oklahoma to the heights it believes. And so I think he's glad he gets one more year in the Big 12 because while the SEC is going to be easier, if you go immediately have success next year, then what's everybody going to say? Oh, no, well, you an easier conference, right, so right. you couldn't have won in the Big 12. So I think he's glad he's got one more year to try to prove uh, you know, that he's not just a Loyola Chicago, you know, sister gene blessed uh basketball coach. And uh there's going to be a lot of pressure on him next year. I, I don't I don't think they Joe's going to make a change. I think that he's going to stick with Porter for another year. Um unless Porter decides to make a change, but I don't anticipate that being the case. But there's no doubt that going into next year, after missing consecutive NCAA tournaments, that there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure on next season. Um, So that's what that's what uh, I don't think he slept last night. I don't think he'll sleep for he he is a a guy who appears he's already had five Red Bulls every time you see him and he is constantly grinding. So I think he's already uh, examining the portal options and you know what else can be done here so but it will be a whole new world when we go to the SEC a and the basketball side of it will be very very interesting there's some good teams in the SEC there's some really good teams in the SEC there's just not the depth there there's some bad teams in the SEC too top of the hour break Darla I see you we'll get to you right after this commercial back after this 